0: Hey, everybody, and welcome in to the Ritz Report. Today is, what is today? Thursday, September 21st, 2023. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. I'm back, folks. A little bit of moving in my life, a little bit of mayhem, a little bit of of nuts, nutso stuff going on. Uh, Moving's never fun. I've moved a lot in my life and never gets any easier. (laughs) Advice to those of you out there who may be younger, don't collect things. Don't collect things that you don't need. If you haven't used something in four to six months, get rid of it because we all collect way too much stuff. It's really a first world problem, I find. Where else problem? It's a problem. Where else in the world, I wonder, do we have people that are paying a premium every month to to rent storage facilities, <laughs> which is a huge business now in the United States. So don't don't collect stuff, throw it out because you're just going to have to move it if you don't do that, send me notes of adoration and love or pure hatred to Ritz at RitzReport.com and check me on the socials, obviously, at RitzReport. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so on iHeart or Google or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. I use the iHeartRadio app. And please, if you like what you hear, give me a review. What are we talking about, folks? Talking about Biden. I mean, there are so many things that are so very wrong right now throughout the country. The, the, the southern border, to look at it, I mean, just today watching the news, there is a stream of never-ending military-age men coming across the border. The numbers are astounding. The number of people that are just walking across the border knowing that they're going to be able to Come in. Nobody's going to make them leave. They're not going to get a court date for three, four, five, six, seven years. And are they really going to show up for a court date seven years in the future? Do we really believe that? Do we think that any of this is on the up and up? Of course not. Of course not. It is a sham. It is a show. And it is intentional this is an intentional invasion. This is an intentional destruction of the United States of America. You are not a a country. If you don't have a border, a culture, and a language, without those things, you are not a country. And the Biden administration and the Obama people that are in this this Biden administration are destroying the country. And I know we heard Old Barry say it himself, that he wanted to fundamentally transform the United States of America. Well, I would say he is doing it. They are doing it. The number of people coming across that border from all over the world, we don't have a border anymore. The border is gone. It is erased. If you can walk across one piece of land to another, you can get here, get onto the social safety net, and you're never going to be pushed out if Democrats have their way. Never going to be pushed out. All of these cities that are now crying uncle that are saying we can't take any more people. This is Cloward Piven, folks. We've talked about it before. Destroy the system. Make the system come crashing down. Because if you want a revolution, you need to destroy what's there. So if you can get all of these people to overwhelm every social safety thing that we have, because think about it. We have 10,000, 45,000 people in the last five days that have crossed the border. There's no end in sight. They're not even talking about ending it. Mayorkas goes in front of Congress and tells everybody that the border is secure. The mainstream media doesn't even want to think about it, doesn't want to talk about it. They don't put it on their programs. Fox News is the only one who, who reports on it. It's out of control and they want it. They want to have this invasion. They feel as though these are, these are future voters for them, that there's no downside for them, that the pain is never going to end up. Joe Biden doesn't think that there's going to be encampments of illegals outside his Rehoboth Beach mansion, where he's making phone calls to the CCP threatening for more money. He doesn't believe that's ever going to happen. So what these, what these governors need to do, and I said this in a podcast last week, that the governors in the red states who are against this invasion. The federal government has completely, completely neglected its responsibility here to keep the border secure. They've completely neglected it. They have no leg to stand on to say that we are doing anything at the border aside from just helping people come across and giving them a free meal and a bus ticket somewhere. These red governors should band together. They should use the National Guard in their states and they should close the border. And the people who are coming across the border currently into Texas... Put those people on buses, send them to the states that has a high percentage of people who support Joe Biden. Flood those states with illegals. Flood it. All those people who go to the voting booth and think to themselves, I'm a good person because I'm voting for Joe Biden and he's so much better than the orange, terrible person Donald Trump. Flood their... Districts flood their states, flood them with illegals. Let the illegals set up an encampment. Let them build refugee camps there. Let them live with the decision that they made to vote for this person who does not have a functional brain, who could not do the most basic job for any of you out there, who could not run a gas station, who could not run a fruit stand. Joe Biden can't do anything. He can't do anything. So these people need to understand that until, until recently, until COVID, until COVID, I feel like we as citizens of the United States, in the states that we lived in, sure, there were times where people got elected who shouldn't have been elected. But for the most part, they made some bad decisions. They may have screwed things up, but they didn't, they didn't set an, an, a dumpster fire. And then throw a hand grenade into it like Joe Biden has done to the country. So until COVID, who you voted for didn't matter so much. But now we are seeing with the overreach of the state governments, with the overreach of the federal governments, that it is more important than ever to see the people that are in office understand what the problems are and don't have some... Some you know crazy worldview that the United States can save the entire planet, that we'll take the entire population of the planet and everything will just be okay. Or that we'll spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and we won't have inflation as we are having now. Right? That that they believe in monetary theory, that it really doesn't matter how much money you print and how much money you spend. That's the that's the idea behind monetary theory. It's what Joe Biden proposes. And and he wanted to spend, keep this in mind, folks, he wanted to spend $5 trillion more than he spent. $5 trillion more. Could you imagine what would be happening if he had actually gotten his way? I mean, we already have inflation that's through the roof. In fact, Kamala Harris, I have some, I have some clips here today. Sorry, folks, I'm like fired up. This, this border situation has me pissed. They are destroying our own country right in front of us. And they they act as though there's nothing anyone can do about any of it. So I I implore you, if you live in a red state that's close to the border, start start calling your representatives, start calling the governor's office, start saying, we're being invaded. The federal government has totally walked away from its responsibility in regard to the border. We need to do something with our National Guard. Put together that group of red state governors that are going to stand up and say, we need a border. If we're going to be a country, we need a border. But anyway, Kamala Harris was asked about the inflation, right? So if we think about, if we go from one dumpster fire to the next with the Obama administration, I mean, the entire thing is a disaster because Joe Biden is a disaster. He's been a loser his entire life. This is nothing new. Anybody who's watched him, you know, walk around DC for the last five decades knows this guy's a clown. He's a loser. He's a liar he's a plagiarist. That's what he is. There's, there's, there's no question about that. We, we, all, we all know the history. But then we have Kamala who was asked about the, uh, the situation with the economy. And you know, things are very expensive. You go to, we've talked about this before. You go to the supermarket and you walk out with a couple of bags of groceries and it's $100. You're like, what did I just buy? What did I just buy? You go through a McDonald's drive-thru, you get a couple of hamburgers and stuff. It's 50 bucks. Like everything is through the roof. I went to Costco Yesterday, because I wanted to pick up some steak, because I wanted to grill some steak this weekend, I'm looking at the prices of meat, the prices of beef. What used to be $25 is $55, $60. And it's just going up from here. It's just going up from here because they want to make everything more expensive right? Because of this ideology that they, they bow down to this ideology of a green planet and the fact that we have to save Gia and all of this stuff that the human beings are destroying the planet. And that, oh boy, if there was only, if there was only like way less people, maybe we need a pandemic and we can pull that off. But anyway, back to, the, back to what things cost and Kamala Harris getting questioned about it. Listen to the vice president of the United States. And we all know, right? Biden is dumb. Kamala might be dumber might be dumber. She certainly has absolutely zero charisma, absolutely zero ability as a politician to connect with people. It shows you what identity politics does. It shows you that the people of California wanted to feel good about themselves, and they voted this woman to be the AG of their state, right? But she's also well-known because she's Willie Bowne's girlfriend, or she was Montel Williams's girlfriend, right? Any married man that she could jump into bed with to advance her career, she did that. But she gets asked about the economy, so let's listen to what the glittering jewel of colossal ignorance, known as Kamala Harris, had to say to this reporter. Uh, what is it? Cut two.
1: You're touting Bidenomics; they're calling it Bidenflation. Um, what is your take on on the, if with prices going up? Right. Well, first of all, I think it's important to to pay attention to the fact that um, that. Prices need to come down in a number of areas, but we have been lowering the cost of living for so many people. But it's a real issue, and um, and I take it seriously.
0: Prices need to come down, and we're lowering the cost for people. Exactly, Kamala, can you explain to the American people, explain to the people that you are supposed to be representing, exactly how are you bringing Prices down? How are you bringing down the cost of living? Prices are too high, but we've lowered the cost of living. How does that work? How does that work? Because if prices are too high and I have to spend money out of my pocket to buy things, that expenditure is my cost of living, is it not? So if I'm spending a lot on steak, on gas, on other items that I buy at the grocery store, if I'm spending more on that, How is my cost of living coming down thanks to you and Joe bite me in the White House? How exactly does that work? (laughs) It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But she's another idiot. And the people in the media, all the idiots who interview these idiots, we have idiots interviewing idiots and nobody asks any questions. And then when they ask a question that they could potentially follow up on, they don't. They don't. They don't push the person on getting a better response when they absolutely should. Governor Kathy Hochul, the the dumbest governor in the country, I mean, holy smokes, you want to talk about deer in the headlights, stupid. Just look at Kathy Hochul, how this woman was reelected in the state of New York. It's one of the reasons I got the hell out of New York. The politicians in these blue states are destroying the states. They're destroying the states. You show me one red state that is run by Republicans, where the Republicans have a majority in the uh, state legislatures and they have a Republican governor and you show me a state that's even close to being as horribly run as the blue states. You can't do it. You can't do it. So Kathy Hochul, who is too dumb, just like, just like uh, Eric Adams, they're too dumb to understand that the ship that they are on has already struck the iceberg. Has already struck the iceberg. They did the damage during COVID. I see it all the time down here. I I went this week to buy a suit, and I'm just talking to the people in the store. There's another gentleman there, and he's being fitted for a suit. And he's from Queens. So we start talking about New York and what a disaster New York is and how New York before COVID was actually okay. Bill de Blasio had done a lot of damage, but when COVID came along, it put it on friggin' steroids, put it on steroids, and they destroyed the city And the state. And people have fled, people like me, people like the other gentlemen that I saw there getting fitted for the suit. People have fled the state. They fled the city. And the bill has not yet come due for all of those people that left the city and state. They're beginning to see it in the comptroller's office. They're beginning to sweat. You can see see the concern. But it hasn't really hit home yet. And when it does... They're going to look for a federal bailout. They're going to look to the federal government. They're going to look to Joe Bite Me to come in and save their bacon. Come on, man. Come on, man, you moron. So that's what those states are going to look for. But, but New York has not yet felt the full pain. But Hochul went on TV because she knows she can finally see, she finally sees with the with the with the two brain cells that she has in her head she finally sees the problem and the clarity of the problem that is this illegal immigration going to New York state it's not going to do anything she's not going to do anything she's certainly not going to co- go out and call out the the Biden administration for destroying her city and state but she is hinting that people shouldn't come here anymore let's listen to that
1: we have to let the word out that When you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. But the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave your country.
0: Idiot. Moron. One, I mean, complete, pathetic loser. You are one pathetic loser. Is the governor of New York. It's unbelievable that these people are in office, that these people, we are a country of 350 million people, and the people that we have representing us federally and at the state level for the most part are clowns, are losers, couldn't manage a balance sheet for a business if their life depended on it, couldn't manage their way out of a paper bag. Yet somehow these, these nitwits get elected and destroy everything that they're in charge of. So she's finally swerved into the truth that New York City and state are being destroyed by the illegals. And she goes on TV and says, we need to message properly. Please don't come. There's no more room at the inn. Really? And do you think Joe Bite Me and his moronic administration give a rat's ass what you think, Kathy Hochul? Do you think they care at all? They are letting the entire country be invaded, and they're supposed to care about little old New York. You're, you're thinking the old way. You're, you're thinking the way that things used to work, where the Democrat Party, when they saw other Democrats having an issue, they would stand up and they would band together and they would, they, they would unite. This, this, this administration has no interest no interest in uniting with anyone who wants to get in the way of their revolutionary ideas to completely remake the demography of the entire United States as people just stream across the border. So she's beginning to see the red, the red flashing lights. It hasn't, it hasn't totally worked its way through the gray matter yet because there's not much gray matter there to work with. But she's beginning to see the lights flash. So we have interest rates, we have the cost of living, we have the cost of cars, we have the cost of gasoline, we have the cost of homes, the the inventory of homes is way down, the cost of getting a mortgage is way up. The cost of getting a mortgage is so high, in fact, that the, uh, the people of the United States now looking for, the people who actually have money, some money, to spend are actually looking for second homes outside of the United States. We have taken the country that was the number one, the greatest country. It still is, but I mean, like we are like on a downward spiral here. The the, the the people in charge have taken this country where people have fought their entire lives to come, and they have made it so that the citizens who live here are actually looking to get, uh, are looking to get vacation homes in other countries. Because things are so bad. This is from the Epoch Times. With the average 30-year fixed mortgage interest rate now over 7% and shockingly low inventory of homes available, Americans are looking for second or vacation residences out of the country more than ever. They're looking in Mexico. So we're being invaded through the border of Mexico, and we have people who have money who want to get a second home or a vacation home, and they're looking in Mexico because it's way cheaper and it's nicer there. It's, it's easier to, to, uh, to, to get a home there at a more reasonable price where interest rates are not going to absolutely kill you. The CPI, Consumer Price Index, rose 0.6% in August, the biggest monthly gain for the year. Energy prices have soared and real wages have declined. And again, real wages, this is Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden, Amtrak Joe. Oh, I'm just here working for the middle class. That's what I care about. I'm Union Joe, right? I'm going to flood the workforce with people who are going to go right up against those union workers. I'm going to flood the workforce with uneducated, unskilled people that have to do manual labor jobs. And what do we think that will do to the payment for the people who do those jobs? It is going to depress it. So good old, good old Joe looking out for the middle class. We're going to build it from the middle out and the bottom up, right? That's how things work. He's going to destroy the middle class. He is destroying the middle class because when you want to have a revolution, you need to go where the biggest number of people are that are going to be affected by the destruction. And where is that? That is in the middle class. Gas prices this week soared to record levels. Californians are playing over $6 a gallon. Talking to the uh, truck driver here who did my move, he he, uh, delivered my stuff from Ohio where it was in storage for a little bit. But uh, he was telling me that he... He tries as hard as he can to stay out of California because the price for diesel fuel in California at some points is over $7 because they have so much green nonsense and so many rules and EPA regulations around who can use what fuel for what and what trucks, how old they have to be in this and that and the other and all meaningless garbage that just raises the price for people. He just stays out of California. Grocery prices are up 19%. Thanks, Joe. Joe. Americans are suffering because of Joe Biden's tax and spend policies. That is an obvious statement. The popular thirty-year fixed-rate mortgages are between seven and a half and eight percent. I'll tell you this time: the last time I got a mortgage in New York, my mortgage rate was two and a half percent, two point five five percent. Now it is seven point five to eight point zero. The average payment on a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Get this, folks! This is incredible. Average payment on a $400,000 mortgage is $1,000 more per month now than it was two years ago. Rent prices are up between 15 and 30%. The national median rent price is now $2,029. Yet, we have the moron vice president of ours (laughs) who's out there telling us that your cost of living is going down even though things are high. Do you believe her? Is your life experiencing, is, is your life experience reflecting that? Is that what you're seeing? And then finally, we have Merrick Garland and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And the Biden crime syndicate, the Biden crime family, whatever you want to call them, the fact that they're taking millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and the, and the strung out bag, bag man known as Hunter Biden was traveling all over the globe to collect this money for his family and given some to the big guy. Then we have Merrick Garland yesterday on Capitol Hill. Either, either here we have another example of a glittering jewel of colossal ignorance, or we have a man who is just lying, lying through his teeth. And I don't know which one it is, but to say that you have no knowledge about what's going on between Hunter and Joe, and that you had no knowledge of all of the FBI investigations, and that you didn't have anything to do with it, that you didn't tip the scales in any way, that Joe Biden wouldn't request anything from you in regard to what you would do with the Hunter situation and all the money coming in and all of the, the outlandish, outlandish things that the FBI has been doing in relation to January 6th. Prosecuting people, the DOJ is prosecuting people and putting them in prison for years and years and years. Meanwhile, Ray Epps the guy who's telling people and guiding people how to get into the Capitol gets a slap on the wrist. He's in and out of court in a day. Other people are sitting in the D.C. Gulag, a, a specific jail they set up for January 6ers, are sitting in the D.C. Gulag for months, years before they can actually get in front of the judge. And then they're being sent to prison. But not Ray Epps. I don't know why. Probably because he's a fed. But everybody made so much noise about him that the DOJ had to make it sort of look like they did something. But they're still rounding up January 6th people. And one of the representatives in Congress yesterday at this hearing where Merrick Garland made a complete ass of himself. I mean, this guy's a clown, too. Everybody in this administration. I mean, think about it. You have Biden. You have Kamala Harris. You have Mayorkas. I mean, come on. You have uh, Merrick Garland. I mean, look, like look, this is like, a, this is like a, literally a clown car. The problem is that they're destroying everything that we need in this country to have a functioning republic, and they don't seem to care. Or if, I mean, either they don't know, they don't care, I'm not exactly sure. But let's listen to uh, Representative Spatz. She is a congresswoman from Indiana who was questioning Merrick Garland, and she's on fire, on fire, because the FBI is out of control. They are essentially the new version of the KGB but let's listen to her say it.
1: Attorney General, you had a very moving statement about your grandparents coming here uh, from Belarus to live in the country without fear of prosecution. I grew up in very similar country, Ukraine now, and when I came here as a young person, I believed in the value as an American not to be afraid.
0: So this is a little long? This whole clip is like four minutes. I'm not sure I'm going to play the whole thing. But she grew up in the former Soviet Union. So she knows of what she's talking about. She sees what the DOJ is doing, and it, she sees that it brings her right back to memories that she had when she was living in the Soviet Union before she immigrated to the United States. That's what she sees. And she gets very impassioned here. And one of the things that she does is that she doesn't, and she should have done this, one of the things she doesn't do she needs to take a breath and press Merrick Garland on the question she's asking, where he starts to stutter and stammer. Press him. Let's listen to the rest.
1: My government, but I wanted to tell you, and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that. Are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying. Are you aware or not? Uh, I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying no, it's that not attacks. Well, let me let me give you an example. I don't know.
0: So right here, right, you can hear he like doesn't have an answer to this question. Constant attacks on the department. Like, what are you talking about, clown boy? What exactly do you mean, constant attacks? The fact that your DOJ is completely off the rails. The fact that everybody can see what you've done. With Hillary Clinton, the fact that everybody can see what you did with slow walking the investigation into Hunter Biden to the point where now there are essentially no charges left because the statute of limitations has run on all of it. So what exactly do you mean, clown boy?
1: Talk about January 6th. Some people came on January 6th. There probably were some people that came on January 6th here. You know, that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. They came with strollers and the kids, and there was a chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came. They were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district. Please call, call that. People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government. And I'll show you some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question. you probably not a bad person. I don't know you. But well, I'll tell you, you are in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans. Right, it's like KGB. But when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice... All
0: right, that's enough. You can, If you want to see it, I'll link to it. It goes to Twitter. It goes another two minutes. Uh, and she goes on a bunch of sort of... Different, different rants within the entire thing. But you can hear the frustration in her voice. You can hear the fact that she is so upset that she is watching. She's watching happen in the United States what she ran away from in the Soviet Union. And she's watching it happen here. And this is the man sitting in front of her who's supposed to be in charge of all of this. And he sits there and he says, I don't have any recollection of that. Uh, I, I don't remember. And I can't tell if we have reached a place in this country where it doesn't make a difference what the issues are, everybody is so dug in. Either you have an R next to your name and you have a D next to your name and you are going to do and say whatever it takes, whatever it takes to support your side. Because Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, Alexander Mayorkas, vice president, Kamala Harris, all of these people when history is written, are going to go down as the absolute, the absolute worst leaders that ever had positions of power in the United States. The, the people that destroyed a once functioning, vibrant republic. These are the people that are going to be responsible for that when history is written. Sorry to be so heavy, folks. I'm just, uh, I am pissed. This, this open border, this what is going on and how the American people are being insulted and they are spitting in our faces and they are sticking their thumb in our eye and saying we can do whatever we want to do and there's nothing you can do about it. And we're going to try to put our political opponent in jail and anybody who's out there who's a Republican who says, oh, I can't vote for Trump, he's, he's, he's too immoral. If you don't understand that the country will be lost entirely, it may already be too late unless we get somebody who's a hard nose and is going to start deporting people like crazy because that's what needs to happen if the Republicans take over in 2024. But if you're a Republican or you lean Republican or you're an independent who has some Republican thoughts and you can't see what's happening to the country and how it's being destroyed, you should not vote. Do not go in there and pull a lever for Joe bite me to have four more years of this absolute destruction because these people, and I don't understand why more people don't see it. The people in the media, I say it all the time. They have to live here too. Don't they care? Doesn't anybody care? You have to deal with all of the fallout as, just like everybody else. It's not as though there's going to be fallout and just, oh, the Republicans are going to be uh, you know uh, upset about it and that's a good thing. No, 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 no. You are going to destroy the culture, destroy the country, and then all of us are going to have to wallow around in that mess that has been created. So mark my words, these people in charge, the absolute worst administration in the history of the country. No question about it. The most damage done to the country ever. No question about it. The border has never been like this. And that's it, folks. I'm out of here for today. Thanks for joining me on the Ritz Report. Today is what uh, Thursday, September 21st. Hope you all have a nice weekend. Uh, I'm gonna have. I actually, I'm gonna get a dog tomorrow. Can you believe it? I'm getting a dog. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. <laughs> so that's exciting. I'm happy to have another dog. I lost my dog Molly a year and a half or so ago, and. It was super, super sad. I don't think I was ever that upset about a person dying as I was over a dog dying. Please send me notes of adoration and love or pure hatred to Ritz at RitzReport.com. Check me on the socials and please, like I said, subscribe and post a um, review if you like what you hear. I will be back next week Uh, and I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's all. Thanks for listening. Ritz out. (laughs)